Well, our moms think we're funny. All right. Well, no, sorry. <laughs> no, so I was saying that, um, so that we, uh, so we're, we're at the funeral and, and mom's, uh, she's like, she's trying to figure out what kind of music to play. She's like, you know, what, what kind of music they like? She's like, well, I know he liked this artist, like any particular song. She's like, um, I know, like, well, we'll just play a mixture or whatever. Uh, and it's like anything else, like, um, I, I just don't really know, which is weird because they, Huge record collection. Like, what kind of music is that? I don't know. You know, but so, uh, so I was telling him, I was like, you know, well, that's why I already have my funeral CD made. Like, I've got my funeral CD made and, and it's all set and, you know, this is what, what I want. And I was like, that's the thing is like, you need to, you know, or it might be a good idea to make your funeral CD, like songs you want played at your funeral. Just that way, that way we know. Cause I was like, I don't really know what kind of music you like and stuff. So like, might be a good idea to, to make one. I was like, or if you're not quite sure, then I was like, I, I'd be more than happy to make you uh, a funeral CD. Right. And then I was like, and I'll put like all the favorites, all your songs on or whatever things that you like, like, uh, like I'll, I'll add like that, your favorite song from Wizard of Oz. She was like, you are not going to put Ding Dong and Witches there. <laughs> and it was like, well, if you don't want that, then you need to make your own damn CD. And not. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I think my, my, my funeral track is going to be, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter? Yeah. Um, shit, the, the, the band, I'm totally blanking on the band. Yeah, I'm talking about Lincoln Park, right? Yeah, yeah, oh. the Lincoln Park. Okay, yeah. Um, it doesn't doesn't even matter. Yeah. Uh, but the caveat is that I want to be in the end. By the way, oh, in the end, that's right, that's right. That's because in the end, it does. In the end, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the caveat is, I want my my body rigged up like Weekend to Bernie style. <laughs> And, and then, like, a puppeteer can just, like, have my dead body lip-syncing the rap segments. <laughs> he just sits up in the, in the coffin. Yeah. One thing! One thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I would love to watch all the people just bust out of that place. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody can know about it. <laughs> well, you know that, like, uh, that I, I, I want to have a Viking funeral. Mm-hmm. And when they shoot the arrow... That to set the the little the the raft on fire, you're gonna play "Pardon Me" by Incubus. Gotcha. It says "Pardon Me" while it bursts into flames. There you go. <laughs> that's 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 been my that's like I I have that and then you know another one bites the dust. All that good stuff on there. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think you need to plan out your your own music, man. And and of course, I think what I'm gonna do is actually like. More than just like playing out the music, I want. I think I'm actually going to create like the, all you have to do is plug this in, and hit play, and it's going to do everything. So, so like the a song will start playing, and you know, like record scratch. You're probably wondering how I ended up in this coffin. <laughs> 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 That's a long story. Probably best told through song. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, there's a perfectly good reason for how things turned out this way, and it goes a little something like this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, and I just play like a like some Gregorian chant or whatever. Like, <laughs> I was, I was like, that would have been the perfect cue for uh, Mister Blue Sky. Hello, no one's answering. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> you're all just a little longer. <laughs> oh, I mean, that, <laughs> that would be awesome. So you guys have a lot to look forward to when we die. Don't as, rush it. As if people haven't been hoping that we're going to die <laughs> soon. Anyway. We just incentivize that shit. <laughs> oh man, I, I want there to be like a like now that's what I call funeral music. <laughs> I want my funeral to be so great it'd be like held over like <laughs> now, for like the eighth week in a row. <laughs> a Kobe when eighty two and a Kobe, because I think we would die together. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> We're gonna film in Louise it right off a cliff. That's right. Oh man. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, I'm so happy that you didn't hit the brake. Wait, this car has brakes? <laughs> oh. Ate! 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 <laughs> he kept saying Ate, what does that mean? It's an ancient Navajo word. It means stop. <laughs> Oh, so everybody, my name is Turk182. And I'm a Comey. Oh, a Comey. You know, um, yeah, so we were just talking about funerals and, you know, dying and things that, uh, you know, we wish didn't happen, but, you know, someone eventually will probably make happen, um, but still wish didn't happen. What do you think, what are some other unnecessary things that you wish wouldn't happen or that, or that would probably happen that are completely unnecessary? Well, you know, um, We've, you know, we've talked a lot about movies over the course of this podcast. Um, you know, we're both big movie watchers. Oh, yeah. You definitely more so than me, but you know, we're we're both pretty big fans. But uh, I, I, it, uh, I stumbled across a movie, and it struck me as just the most unnecessary shit ever. And oh. it was American Psycho two. Okay, it's like now. Wait, I have a question. When you told me the American Psycho 2, and I was like, oh, yeah, with Mila Kunis, were you surprised that I knew that this thing existed? No, because you're a movie encyclopedia, so, you know, I, I, I get the feeling that I could just throw any random title out there. I mean, I've, I've seen just parts of it, because, I mean, I knew it was going to be shit, but I just saw <laughs> parts of it just to be like, oh, yeah, this is, yeah, I'm not missing out on anything, so. Right, right. I don't know, and it just, it was just like, Wow, that's got to be the most unnecessary movie sequel ever. Just, just period. Yeah, <laughs> it, just, it just seems so silly to me. And then that got me thinking, like, you know, there are plenty of movies that just they get the job done in one go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they they accomplished what they needed to accomplish, and why would you ever need to do more than that? So I agree with you completely. I really do. I mean, I agree with you one hundred percent. Because there are movies out there, like we just saw like a, uh, a trailer that they're now starting to show the trailer now and the movie's been wrapped for like over a year now. So they're waiting until they could get a full theatrical release, but mm-hmm. like they're starting to show trailers for Maverick Top Gun 2. Yep, yep. Right. And, uh, and again, you're like, why? Like Top Gun wasn't a movie that set itself up to have a sequel. Like, will Mavericks continue to play by the rules or will he go back to his <laughs> renegade ways? Find out in Top Gun 2, Top Gunner. Like, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> I the, the the movie did what it was supposed to do, right? Yeah. There's no need for a sequel. You know what I love? Mm-hmm. Aliens. 
Aliens is a good sequel. The sequel to Alien, which did not need a sequel. It didn't even set itself up for a sequel. Yeah. I mean, it was unnecessary, but it, it was good because it, like, expanded. Right. So, I was going to say, so, like, as we're doing this, we're talking about movies that don't, like, unnecessary, they don't need sequels, right? But, at the same time, you're like, there have been some movies that didn't need a sequel that got really good sequels. So, I'm kind of torn by this. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to, I'm full in, right? I mean, I'm like, I'm full in, like, you know, me and two strippers. Like, I am all in there. But <laughs> it's too late to back out now. <laughs> and so, but, um... But at the same time, though, I do fully acknowledge that there are movies out there that don't need a sequel and shouldn't have one. Yeah. Um, that yeah. did have one. And I was like, wow, I really like that. Yeah. And so, and I think that we can make this a challenge. That it's like, can we come up with the most unnecessary stupid sequels ever? And how stupid can we make them? Oh, yeah. Well, most definitely. Because we've talked about making sequels to shit before. Mm-hmm. And, like, my favorite go-to that, like, is forever going to be a passion project that someday I hope we can pull off is a sequel to Clockwork Orange. I mean, I think we wrote a pretty well. We have we have the 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 premise premise for a pretty good like sequel. It needs to be refined some. Oh, Most yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely needs to be refined some. But yeah, I think we've got we've got the makings of uh, the of something that could really be stronger. You know, once we finish like kind of working off all the kinks. Yeah, yeah. But like, if, especially especially if we could bring Malcolm McDowell back into it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Most definitely. You, yeah. you can do it without him. Yeah, and because uh, I mean, he looks amazing these days. <laughs> Uh, he is aging like fine wine, and he just perpetually looks like a badass. So it's like, oh man, yeah, you know, I would say Clockwork Orange doesn't need a sequel, but our idea for a sequel is really good. So it's like, can we just come up with one where it's like, no, I'm not sold. <laughs> I was just thinking, what if, now not taking anything away from our idea, but what if, like, you're, you're there, and like, there's chaos all throughout the world, um, and it's like, and it's someone you're trying to restore order. And the prime minister is trying to restore order and, and order can be sort of like, before we can restore order to the rest of the world, we first have to restore order to, to the UK, to England. We have to restore order there. And by enforcing order, we're not doing anything. So how do you, what's one of the ways they use to stop a forest fire? More fire. Right. Yeah. So how do you restore order? How do you stop chaos? You stop chaos with more chaos. Mm-hmm. And that's when the prime minister like gets up. And, uh, and he's like, you know, my name isn't really this. And he gets up and he goes and he opens up his drawer and inside is the bowler hat. Yes. And the thing. And the, he's the, like. The little case with the fake eyelash. Right. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, this is how you restore order with chaos by bringing in more chaos. Yeah. And so opening credits, I think that uh, for the opening credits, there needs to be a classical rendition, like full on uh, symphony classical cover of Anarchy in the UK. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and and for Clockwork Orange, it would just be a Clockwork Orange and then you would see, you see the little, the little, um, like, eyelashed eye. Yes. And then another eye would open up. Oh. For two. A Clockwork Orange two. That's badass. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah, so I would say that's a necessary sequel. And that's, we, and that's we, necessary. Need to, we need to make that happen. We need that, yeah. And you know, no, no disrespect to uh, to Anthony Burgess. Uh, I think that he he wrote a hell of a story, and it stands very well on its own. But how cool would that be? <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, Stanley Kubrick made a hell of a movie. He did, and I know that we are no Stanley Kubrick, you know, by any means. But uh, yeah, I think we because it, it, it's like it's a passion play, and even if it fails, the amount of passion that you put into a project like this mm-hmm. always shows through. You know, 
So like even like it's like it didn't succeed on what it wanted to be, but damn if you can't see the heart in it. Oh yeah. So sounds like most of my sexual encounters. I put everything into it. <laughs> can't you, I, you see the heart that went into it? I know, honey, as she crazed you to her chest and pat your head. I know. <laughs> I know. Shit just got real. <laughs> you need a minute. Talk about yourselves. Here's the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. Godzilla rides again. <laughs> Just imagine, like, Godzilla on a motorcycle. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I'm so picturing him on a horse, like a cowboy. <laughs> um. Come back, Godzilla, come back! <laughs> so, uh, so I actually had one when you mentioned this, um, mm-hmm. before, which was, uh, and it's more of a combination of two movies. But it is really unnecessary, and and I love the combination because it shows why it's even more unnecessary. Yeah. So yesterday we were doing a one podcast recording, and I think it was uh, Steel Magnolias I mentioned. Yes. Right? <laughs> so Steel Magnolias too, where like her mom just she tries, she tries to kind of deal with everything, but she lost the daughter and the babies, and then like you know she's uh she goes off and it's like uh. And there's a phone call and they answer, they answer the phone and like, you know, it's like, let me speak to her. It's like, she's not here. It's like, where'd she go? He goes, she didn't say. I know she went. The old Mick Mac Barrow Brown. (laughs) 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 Steel Magnolias (laughs) 2. Grandma's home. Cuts over to the daughter's grave and That's good. That's good. So this is low hanging fruit. But, uh, <laughs> Titanic two, <laughs> electric boogaloo. Titanic two, electric boogaloo. <laughs> I don't even know how you would pull off a sequel like that, unless it's just that same terrible old lady who already threw away this like incredibly important jewel into the water. Unless it's just her going. You know, I didn't tell you everything. I, I missed a whole bunch of stuff. I, I actually just forgot. Jack wasn't the only guy I fucked on that boat. <laughs> Granny had some tricks. I'm sorry, Rose. I wish I'd bit you a better boat instead of fucking the shit out of you. <laughs> you know, you know, this, the Titanic now reminds me of two things. How you get super wet, how you go down! (laughs) (laughs) The only, the only way a sequel like that could happen without there just being like riots in the streets would be if at the very end she's like floating there on the wreckage of the ship and she goes, Oh, two people could fit on here. (laughs) Jack! Jack! (laughs) Oh well. Oh well. (laughs) At least he was a good lay. Uh, uh, what, did I tell you about that old, that old, like, comic strip I wrote with, by Titanic? Maybe? Um, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's really bad, but there's, uh, it's, uh, a boat, and the one guy is at the communications thing, and the captain comes by and is like, says, like, uh, so have you heard anything from the Titanic? And he's like, yeah, I just got a message from him. Yeah, it goes, it goes, what'd they say? He said, oh, same old shit. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. <laughs> Have you seen the the joke about the German Coast Guard? No. Somebody made a video of it. Um, 
So the video is pretty good, but it's it's just like it's it's the Coast Guard thing. The the German dude showing the new guy all the ropes, showing him all the screens and stuff, and he's talking to him in German. You can't understand any of it. So he's sitting there for a long time, and then he hears on the radio, "Yes, hello, we are sinking, we are sinking." And so he like picks up the microphone. And he goes, "Yeah, hello, this is the German Coast Guard," and uh, the British dude's like. Yes, Mayday, we are sinking. Repeat, we are sinking. And he goes, um, what are you sinking about? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It's good. It's really good. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, I think you could do like a really good, like a Titanic thing and be like... (laughs) Mayday, Mayday, this is the Titanic, the Titanic. Is anybody out there? A Titanic, reread you, reread you. What, what's going on? I just fucked Rose! She was good! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> there's, there's been a, a collision with a, with a very large object this day! <laughs> Oh, dude, dude, dude. I know. Somebody had, like, a brand new Model T. We fucked that shit up. I feel sorry for them. They get that car, but, like, whoa. <laughs> like, it is tore up. You, you definitely tell somebody to have fun in there. Like, I don't, I don't think you can have that shit clean. You just have, like, just rip that shit out and just start all over again. That's the after credit sequence is that, like, they're, they're recovering wreckage from the ship. And then they, like, approach the guy. They're like... Sir, it's amazing, but we were able to find it, and the crane lowers it down, and there's the Model T. <laughs> he's like, I never got a chance to, to really drive it. Can can I sit in it? And he, he gets in there, and he's like, oh, man, after all these years, and he like looks in the backseat, he's like, is that cum? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, there's he's, he's a piece of paper in there, it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's very fragile. It's been, you know, it was underwater for a bunch of time. He like slowly opens it up. He peels back one part, and there's Rose laying there with, like, the necklace. And he peels back the other part, and there's Jack, like, on there by her legs. <laughs> and like, his hand is reaching out, almost like he's reaching out of the page. He's got, like, a pencil in it. You see the, the pencil. <laughs> like a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> That's the cringiest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Someone told me that you found the uh, the Model T from Titanic. You mean Model D? Why do they keep calling it that? <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> now, so if I was going to do a Titanic one, it'd be like another survivor of the Titanic that would go out there, and he would go to tell them all about the the ship and everything that happened. And he's out there in the water. He's like, would you like to? Like, we've got this, this submersible. You can go down there. And then he goes down there and then something happens and he ends up on the Titanic again. He's like, it's like, I'm here again. It's like, you know, I can, I can do it. I can save the ship. Like, like, I know what's going to happen. I can save the ship. And he's trying to save the ship. And then it seems like people like working against him. And they're like, why won't you help me? Let me help you. It's like, cause we're already dead. And he's like, just like you are. It's like, what? And he's like, you have to be with us. And he's like, I'm dead too. And then. <laughs> And then he joins him, and then you do, like, the photograph from, like, in the Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, there, I would have said that um, the Shinning 2 would have made for a good, unnecessary sequel, but they did the the uh, the Doctor Sleep thing, which is, like, sort of an unofficial sequel. 
Well, I say it is an official sequel because it's from the book. But again, it didn't really need a sequel. Like, yeah. That, that's someone that's really, really just going back to the well. But like, oh my God, people still love this. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I can, like, what, who put this, who put this dark haired bitch down here? Get the fuck out of my well. <laughs> <laughs> I see a ring. Yeah, I see a ring too. Shut up. <laughs> I got to tap this just a little bit more. Pump's gone dry. Now there, there you go. They beat us to it. So we can't, we can't use that as an example on the podcast, but face off too. They're working on a face-off, too. Yeah. I mean, but... I mean, how many times can you take somebody's face off without there starting to be a scar now? (laughs) (laughs) Like that. Now, that would make for a decent sequel. It's like, his face keeps peeling off. (laughs) He keeps coming off. He's like, doctor. Because, like, he did the surgery once, then he did it a second time to get, like, his face back to original. So then it's just like, it didn't take... (laughs) He sneezes, and then, like, face just falls right in his mask. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, Doc, you need to put my face on. <laughs> That's the sequel. Face <laughs> off to face on. Face on. <laughs> um, honey, you got a little... Did my face come off again? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. Face off to face on. Yeah. We'll have a scene where he's, like, banging his wife, and... He, like, sits up in bed. He's like, oh, that was great. Was it good for you? And he's just, like, his face is off. It's just, like, looks looks like the, the dude from Hellraiser. And she starts <laughs> screaming. He's like, oh, again? Like, has to keep trying to staple it back on. He's like, this just won't take. They, they, got into, they get into a fight. And then like, she rips and takes his face off and puts it on her. It's like, is this what you want, huh? Is this what you want? You want to <laughs> fuck yourself? Is that it? <laughs> I can't help it. I'm a beautiful man. <laughs> oh, Oh, you know what you can do. Okay, so another Titanic ending, or like kind of like sequel. Mm-hmm. You go through all this stuff, and then the person's there, and they're like, you know, like I have so much guilt over surviving. It's like I never did anything good with my life. Why did I survive? I shouldn't have survived. I need to join them, <laughs> and it's like, okay, and then he like pushes the guy off the bike. Ah! <laughs> um, sir, like a. That guy was never on the Titanic. <laughs> and he's like, just, just, just go back to where you're supposed to be. Oh, yeah, come on, Mrs. Johnson. Yeah, you have survivors go to the Titanic. I should have died too. <laughs> okay, I got one. Forrest Gump 2. There was almost a Forrest Gump 2. There was? Yeah, because remember the guy, they wanted to make one. He was like, oh, remember you guys didn't pay me any money uh, off the first one because you said that, uh, oh, the movie didn't make any money because he was, his contract was that he was only going to get uh, a percentage of the profits. But the way they write, the, they do things like it didn't make a profit. It made money, but it didn't make a profit. Yeah, so they never paid yeah. him. And then when they when they wanted to do two, he was like, why would you want an option like uh, and make a, a sequel off a book or a movie you said didn't make any money? So then he made like Forrest Gump 2. He wrote it, but it like made it just complete fucked up weird, weird ass shit so they never want to make a sequel out of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that now. Shit. But you can do it properly, though. Could, yeah. Because one day Forrest Gump will enter public domain. Yeah. I think we might be dead before that happens. You might be. <laughs> but, I mean... Well, you won't be dead, but you'll be frozen on a firmware update, so... <laughs> I like how I'm gonna go with like the like the, the lowest bidder for for my, my robotic body. 
And he was a cheap bastard in death. He's a cheap bastard in, <laughs> in life. And he's a cheap bastard in robo life. Uh, oh, man. So, um, see, there, I mean, there are a lot of movies out there that you look at, you like, um, like that doesn't need a, a sequel to it. Like, I would say that, um, I wouldn't say any Quentin Tarantino movie, but like, you don't need a sequel to like Pulp Fiction. No, no. Like, you don't need a sequel to Pulp Fiction. Like, what, what would you do? Like, this time we're going to tell the, the movie in even worse order. <laughs> <laughs> you give it like, you give like 25 different endings, like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's what you could do. And it would be stupid, but that's kind of the goal. So it's like, it's the perspective from like Tarantino's character. Mm-hmm. And then it like switches to the perspective of Bruce Willis's girlfriend. And it oh, switches to the perspective of Zed. No, you do just see, you spend 25 minutes with Bruce Girl, of, uh, a butch's girlfriend, a Fabian sitting in a restaurant, yeah. eating pancakes, <laughs> just keep looking at her watch. Yeah. So it would be that, it would be her, it would be, um, it would be Tarantino's character, so it's like, it's mostly him, like, driving home from work, and then, like, it cuts off when he pulls into work and starts shouting racial slurs, and then, like, the last one is just 25 minutes of darkness because it's the gimp. <laughs> so it's just, just absolute silence and darkness, and then you hear, he's asleep. You're gonna have to wake him up. (laughs) (laughs) So we would make it kind of a run, little run type sequel. Oh yeah, there you go. We could do that. I I would love to write the Fabian sequence when she's sitting there, she's having, having, uh, she's having um, like breakfast in in the restaurant, and you know they're she's sitting there just having breakfast, and everything's cool. And of course, we have to make it the the same like restaurant that uh, Jules and Vincent are at. Yeah, not during maybe that time, but the same restaurant, maybe like. Like she's entering when they leave, or vice yeah, versa. Yeah. Like she's leaving when they enter the restaurant for the for the first time. The Hawthorne's Grill. Yeah, like as she leaves, they're like starting their conversation about like eating pigs or whatever. Right, she gets, like, a disgusted look on her face. And uh, and then she's sitting there and she's eating breakfast. She like looks up. There's like a TV on. It's like and he goes and uh, you know coming up next on next channel. It's like kangaroos. And it's like and the time is and she's like and then like you get this realization in her face like. Kangaroos, the watch, bedside table, little kangaroo. Oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> and then we, and then when he shows up, she's like, "Did you get everything?" Uh huh. And he's like, "You got it in my father's watch?" Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and then like when he just goes off and everything, and he leaves and everything, she's like, and she watched him leave, and she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Yep, yep, yep." <laughs> And then, like, she starts packing shit up and everything, thinking he's not coming back. <laughs> it's like, he's never going to come back. Then when she goes back up, she's like, holy shit. He's, he's, like, she's in there, and she's, like, calling a cab and everything. I need you to come pick me up from this place. And then there's, Fabian! Fabian! He's like, click. <laughs> he's like, oh, you're back. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> See, I think that would work, man. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I mean, it wouldn't really add much more to the story, but... <laughs> oh, no, it, it wouldn't, and that's the thing. It's like, it's supposed to be an unnecessary sequel, which is perfect, which is why there's there's got to be the Gimp thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, my idea of an unnecessary sequel is just straight up making people mad. So, it's like, most people wouldn't even know that that's the Gimp ending. They're just like, it didn't even roll the credits. It just faded to black. It didn't make any sense. And then the people who stick around long enough, it's like, yeah, no... He, he popped out of the box and he got punched in the face. <laughs> then the credits started rolling. That was a fucking waste of time. I was, I was talking to, um, uh, to Fatmetician 
And uh, he wanted me to watch this movie. Um, well, I should say Kev watched me, but he told me I should check out this movie. And it was um, uh, What We Do in Shadows, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you should watch the movie What We Do in Shadows. And uh, and so we were talking about it. And I was like, you know, I tried to watch the movie What We Do in Shadows. Because you kept telling me how good it was. I was like, but like, I thought I watched it, but I can't remember anything about it. It's like, I like I watched the movie. I was like, I, I pulled it up. I hit play. But I, I don't. I don't know if I watched it or not, but as like, I tried it twice. Like I didn't like, I, 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 I don't know if I watched it or not. And he's like, Oh, it's like, and he's like, Oh, uh, you didn't watch it. Like I thought I did. It's like, did you, have you watched it? It's like, yeah. He's like, did, did you watch it all the way through? He's like, yeah. I was like, you watched it all the way through. And he was like, yeah. I'm like, you watched it all the way through. And he's like, yeah. I was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> because at the very end, after all the credits, like it's like, you know, the, the vampires like, um, like, you will forget everything you saw in this documentary and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, yeah, you didn't see it all the way through. <laughs> yep, yep. Um. But we, I wonder, like, uh, let's see. Let's see, with the Pulp Fiction one. I don't know. Oh, you know what you could do? You could do the same thing. Oh, we do alternate endings. Alternate endings, like they do mm. with like the original Clue movie. Yeah. Right? So face to black, right? And then, and it's black, and then there's, uh, and there's the, uh, it's face of black, and then there's all the credits, and it's black, and after the last credit has come through, you hear this, <gasps> so that was fucking trippy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an awesome post-credit scene. Oh, that would be such a cool post-credit scene. See, I mean, you can, then you can just like, you have like, which one did you see? I saw the one with the gimp. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. We can even, we can even show Lancer in the day, like after Vincent leaves and like all the other people he sells drugs to. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, honey, honey, what? Guess what? You're never going to believe it. What? I found some balloons. Oh, you fell with me. I had balloons the whole time. You had balloons the whole time. God, I hope nobody <laughs> makes any mistake. And actually, <laughs> actually snorts up this, this terrible thing in his Coke. Oh, the, the guys, the Jules and Vince harass at the beginning of the movie. You could have a, a segment for them. Where it's just like them chilling out in their apartment for the morning until they show up. It's like oh, their yeah, segment yeah. ends when they knock on the door. So it's just like they're they're lazing around. One of them's like, okay, guys, what do we have for breakfast? Like, shit, man, I don't have anything. We're, we're out of corn pops. He's like, fuck, man. Okay, well, well why, don't, why don't you go pick some up somewhere? Where are we supposed to go? <laughs> I don't know, man. So it's uh, maybe get some fried chicken and, uh, I don't know, some kind of beer, like d- domestic. or you know, <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I don't know. It's like... So I say, I'm sorry, man. I big kahuna, man. That's all I had. I mean, it's only ten o'clock, man. It's too early for for for, for beer. It's like, man, come on, man. Who, who the fuck's gonna eat burgers for breakfast? Come on, it's stupid. Well, I guess the Hawaiians do. <laughs> and then the door locks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that. <laughs> you know, you know, it'd be, be funny, like, like nowadays, be like. Hey, you, flock of seagulls, you know we're here? You, flock of seagulls, who are, what the fuck's a flock of seagulls? Right. Like, the 80s band, flock of seagulls, you know, yeah, and I ran, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they just shoot some general principle, like, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, no, you see, that, that was, that was an idea I was thinking about a while back, was bringing a 1980s bully in, like, have him in a time machine type situation, not on, like, Back to the Future, but bring him to this day and age. Okay. Just to see how that goes. 
It's like the the minute he sees somebody who's gay, it's completely off the rails. <laughs> the minute he throws out a racial slur, it's off the rails. And then everybody's like, we're going to cancel you. And he's like, fuck you, I'm bringing a gun to school tomorrow. <laughs> and he does. <laughs> cancel me? What am I, a stamp? A check? Cancel me. You're like, I give a fuck if you cancel me, funny boy. Hello, anybody in there? Good luck ever getting on social media again. What? Social <laughs> what? Do I look like a goddamn computer nerd to you? Yeah, yeah. We're going to get you. You're never going to be able to get on Facebook again. Facebook? I don't read books. I'm not a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I got your Facebook right here. And he just slams a book in their face. <laughs> Facebook. Funny. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny, right? And like none of, none of the like modern day school bullies hang out with him because they think he's too much. <laughs> he's like hanging out under the bleachers smoking and like that's really unhealthy for your lungs and they start vaping. It's like what kind of gay shit is that? <laughs> I don't need your toy cigarettes. I got real cigarettes like a man. Hey, goes to your answer. It's like, it's like beating up a kid. Uh, Estelle, what are you doing? Give me your Jordans. Give me your Jordans. Dude, Jordans aren't rare, man. You can't get Jordans anywhere. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, there's like, there's all kinds of Jordans. In. It's like, but, but, dude, just leave the kid alone, man. Like, shit, if you want them so bad, you can have mine. I don't even wear them anymore anyway. Please. What do you mean you don't wear them anywhere? The coolest thing ever. Like, no, they're not. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like, it's, like, people don't really, it's not that big of a deal anymore. It's like, like people don't wear kangaroos. I mean, you wear kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, where do, you, where do you put your money when you go swimming, man? <laughs> where do you put your house key? <laughs> he always tells people that he's a latchkey kid and nobody knows what that means. <laughs> Not, not even the school guidance counselor knows what that means anymore. Like, yeah, man, of course I got trouble. I'm just a latchkey kid. <laughs> like, Biff, I'm afraid I don't know what that means. Like, Screw you, Teach! And then, of course, like, half the movie, he's playing hooky anyway and, like, riding his motorcycle around. <laughs> but then, like, the last scene of the movie is the quiet kid coming up to him in a black trench coat. And he's like, hey, man, you're pretty cool. Don't come to school tomorrow. And he's like, fuck you, I never come to school! <laughs> but what? boys now... Tell me what to do. <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to, but now you said I shouldn't. No, I'm telling you, man, really don't. Don't. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. Stop me. <laughs> <laughs> Try and stop me. I don't take orders from the quiet kid. Nerd. <laughs> and the kid comes to school with a gun, and then he just, like, whips out a switchblade and stabs him in the stomach, <laughs> and he becomes a school hero. <laughs> I was thinking more of, like, the kid goes home that day, and he goes over to, like, his... He puts his lipstick on, and he goes over to his side. <laughs> <laughs> so they put price down, they bully his name. 80s bully. <laughs> 80s bully. Because no one's ever bothered knowing his name. <laughs> My name's Kendon. What's so hard with that? Kendon. Kendon. <laughs> I was thinking it should be something stupid like Thud or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that would make a great comic strip, man. Like 80s Kendon. <laughs> Modern day 80s bully. <laughs> Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry there, 80s kid. I gotta take you back to the 1980s. The, the 2000s are too much for you. <laughs> he, like, crashes the school dance and, like, starts blasting Motley Crue. <laughs> Winds up knocking up the entire cheer team. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be great. <laughs> Nerds! Nerds! <laughs> 
And of course, he's got to be played by like a twenty-five-year-old who's who's passing off as like a sixteen-year-old because that's what all the eighties movies would do. Yeah, he, he goes into like a, he goes into a department store. He's like, it's like, uh, hey, I like where are your bugle boy jeans? <laughs> what bugle boys? Where are your bugle boy jeans? Shit, I, I haven't thought about bugle boys in a long time. I need a hypercolor shirt to bugle boy jeans, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. How the fuck do you guys even stay open? <laughs> And of course, he's got his left ear pierced, so uh, uh, inevitably, yeah. someone's going to approach him and ask him if he's like pro LGBTQ. He's like, "Shut your mouth! Shut your mouth, funny boy! It's all left, so it's all right." LGBT? <laughs> what? What? I'm not taking a spelling test over here, man. <laughs> you come over here with a bunch of vowels at me, LGBTQYXV. <laughs> Jeez. God, whatever happened to you, I gotta get back to the 80s, man. Set this place straight. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't bully hard enough back in the 80s. Oh, I'm gonna get back to bully so hard. He's gonna start going around the kids, like, what's your dad's name? I get back to bully him. <laughs> they're like, no, no, we're trying to be friendly. We just want to know your pronouns. Okay, my pronouns are fuck you! <laughs> Next, you spell with a U! You! <laughs> Oh, man. Vandalizes the local convenience store because they don't have new Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Wait, wait. Wait, wait. Bill Cosby, what? No way! (laughs) (laughs) You shut your fucking mouth about Bill Cosby! He's like a family man, man. He's like, he's all about what family values stand for. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's the only black guy I'm okay with, alright? I'm from the 80s! It's like... Yeah, so, uh, what the fuck are these, like, like, little, like, like, little meat pies, man? Uh, they're pierogies. What? What? <laughs> it's like a little Russian. Russia! Russia! <laughs> Fucking commies? You in line with the commies, huh? You mean those commie bastards won? <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. As soon as I came in here, like, like you had, like, like a fucking red in your... T- you, fuck you, man! <laughs> Kicks over the sunglasses display as he walks out. <laughs> Oh, man, that'd be great, man. That, that would make a great comic strip, dude. <laughs> Copyrighted in Corova Entertainment. You guys can't have it. <laughs> OC, do not steal. <laughs> oh, man. He's like, he's picking on the school nerd, and the kid's like, no, man, come on, like, come over to my house. I'll, I'll let you play Xbox. So I go, what, is this some kind of sex thing? Well, you better only be asking me to play Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, man. Kids like, yeah, no. I mean, it's it's not a Nintendo. It's an Xbox. It's made by Microsoft. Bullshit. Microsoft what? makes computers. You're Microsoft. <laughs> That's what your sister said when I fucked her. <laughs> like, what? Like, it's right. <laughs> Wait, let me make sure I get this straight. Like, you're saying that my sister said I was Microsoft implying that we've been having sex and you still had sex with her too? <laughs> Shut up, man! You're making my head hurt! <laughs> <laughs> Stuffs him in a locker. Shit. So, man, like, like, uh, so let me ask you, man, like, uh, how many wine coolers can you drink in one night? Dude, I drink four. <laughs> what? <laughs> wine coolers? Like, we don't drink wine. Wine coolers, man! It's like alcohol, dude! It's like, it's like beer, but only it's flavored and, like, the dude. I still for my dad all the time. Oh, man. 
I got, we got to stop coming up with new ideas before somebody just takes all our shit and <laughs> give them enough material already. <laughs> What's this supposed to be about, like, unnecessary sequels? How do yeah, we get this up on this? I, this? This was all me. This was all me. I'm the problem. You just wrote me in. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, come on now, this. Woo, it's with the fighter. <laughs> he doesn't look like he's fighting at all. Looks like he's actually walking towards you. No, he's fighting back. <laughs> I don't think he's fighting at all. Okay. Uh, so. So I think there technically was a sequel to this. So this may not work, but um, Old Yeller 2. And the dog just doesn't show up at all. <laughs> even, old, even older, even more yellow. <laughs> yeah, but the dog died at the end of the first movie. Yeah, he shot him. So, yeah, so there's no way for that to actually be a proper old yeller too. <laughs> now there was... Oh, son of old yeller. Well, there was... that. That's basically what they did. It was like Savage Sam or something like that. And it was... Savage it was son of old, Sam? Yeah, so, something like that. It was like... It wasn't Son of Sam, because I was... <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it was called Savage Sam, and it was the same cast, and they just had like a new dog. But it's like, well, that's dumb because, like, you know, no nobody wanted it for the people. Well, the kid wanted, but yeah, but the father definitely. Well, he wouldn't like another dog. We're like, I mean, hell, he he named the dog Old Yellow because he didn't like that, but he didn't want to give a real name. You <laughs> were like, gotta do something with that old yellow dog. We're like, <laughs> yeah. So I, I propose a sequel, Old Yeller Two, Yeller Harder, Yeller Harder, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, the dog just never shows up. Okay. And and so it's just like slice of life, life on the prairie, boring as shit, and then you have that one thing where it's like, Hey Ma, do you remember remember that old yellow dog we had? And she's like, Mm-hmm. So whatever happened, that's like all oh, Travis had shooting. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh and then like so, like a, somebody comes over and it's a basket, they ring the doorbell, they open it up and there's a basket and the thing with the puppy in there and it's like, Your dog knocked up my dog, here are the puppies. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be funny if there was just no dogs in the movie at all. Oh, yeah, that's it? No dogs? <laughs> yeah, just, just no dogs. There's one passing reference to the first movie, and that's it. <laughs> oh, man. You know what we should do? We should make a make unnecessary sequels to movies where, like, the main character died in the end. Yeah. And then we just somehow bring them back. <laughs> or, or it's like, it was like, they, like the child, like, like the fly, too, where it's like, oh... Somehow the woman got knocked up because they had sex when he was a fly, and then she gave birth to a fly baby. <laughs> um, and uh, and so now we have the fly too. Like, so it's like Donnie Darko too. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we we've, we've got one. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. So we just just do like movies where like the main character die. There shouldn't be like a sequel, but we just find a way to make a sequel. Either we bring them back, or we just bring in something weird, like you know, like like a. Uh, American Psycho 2 was like, oh, I'm just a fan of this guy who, in, so now we go from, like, in a world where he existed, but was eventually caught because someone knew about his crimes, and then she's a fan, like, what, what okay. Yeah. So, there, there was, there was a Cruel Intentions too, wasn't there? There was a Cruel Intentions too. That's so, that's such bullshit. Yeah. Um, but there should be a Cruel Intentions too, where the guy comes back from the dead, and he just wants his car back. <laughs> It's just a zombie movie. <laughs> and Sally Field passes him on her way to like, <laughs> like make that beer ground. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the opening scene is he's like shuffling down the street going, want my car. <laughs> and Sally Field stops and she's like, how did this happen? Tell me everything you know. <laughs> like, like, like this guy's like leaving and, and then she's like, they got her body, their daughter's body like a wagon. She's pulling it. She's like, 
Morning. <laughs> so it's um. Do I have to see him? Door swings open. <laughs> okay. Okay. Old boy two. Old boy two. Older. Because <laughs> the whole ending there is that he got hypnotized where he remembered nothing. See, I was... And we're going to stick with that. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I just remember, like, I remember kind of being ambiguous. Like, there was, like, a look on his face in the end, like, I remember everything. But uh, but I probably need to watch it again. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's pretty cut and dry because, like, the whole thing th- from the very beginning of the movie is that he forgets how to smile. Because he's trapped alone in isolation. Mm-hmm. And they eventually take away his mirror because he uses the mirror to try to slit his wrists. Right. So eventually he has no way of seeing himself. He doesn't have any way of really grooming himself. That's why they gas him and knock him out. And they shave him and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So every time you see him smile in the movie, his smile becomes more and more maniacal and more and more frantic. Because, because he doesn't know what to do, so he's just kind of forcing us, or trying to yeah. force a smile. So he's basically trying to like force muscle memory onto himself. And so there at the very end when he smiles at the girl, it looks all freaky and haggard because he still doesn't have that grasp. So that's to say he's still feeling the effects of being in prison for 10, 15 years, however much it was. Even though he doesn't remember being in prison. Yeah. So, so I got I got the sequel, right? <clears throat> Is um so we cut to like a year later. The girl's pregnant. <laughs> you know, they've had they've had a baby. The baby has some health problems, and then they're running a genetic test, and they're like, um, it appears the two of you are related. Like, like all the all the DNA like lines with you. Two of you are related. Are like, are you related? It's like no. It's like no. We shouldn't be. And then they test him up. Like, like you're her father. And like this your little incest baby kid. And it's like like no. How'd that happen? And then it all comes flooding back to him. Oh. <laughs> See, I was thinking from the perspective of like stupid and unnecessary. It's just that he becomes the same bastard that he was at the beginning of the movie. Oh. So his memory never comes back, but he's also, he doesn't, he hasn't improved himself. Because so much of his imprisonment is that he, he betters himself. He faces off with everything that he, everybody that he wronged. He writes thousands of journals of all the people that he did wrong to, to try to figure out who, who would have reason to imprison me. And then, you know, at the start of the movie, he's fat, he's dumpy, he's a drunk. He gets himself in perfect physical shape. It's an amazing transformation just on the actor's behalf. Mm-hmm. So... I say the sequel opens up exactly the same way that the original did, where he is drunk, he's fat, he's disheveled, and he's in the police station, turning himself in for public intoxication. Oh, so he's turning himself in this time? Yep. Oh, why? So because he, he, he needs to, he's trying to reset himself? Is that it? No. He's, he's just, he hasn't learned anything. Because he forgot the trauma of, of what he learned in the first movie, he also forgot everything that made him better himself. But I'm saying, but he, if he's turning himself in, that's not something he like before. He was he was arrested for public. Oh, was he arrested for it? Yeah. Then, he then, we, then we start with that. Okay. See, I, I thought that he just wandered into the police station, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, it just opens up the same. Was he handcuffed to the to the chair? I he was at a certain point, but then that was because he started getting belligerent and fighting people. See, I was thinking that like because it opens with him like sitting at the desk going "Oh, Daisu," which he can't do in this one. So yeah. it's just going to be him babbling because he has no tongues and hair. So, um, so I was thinking that with mine, like we do that. And then, um, because, you know, a lot of times sequels are just 
copies of what happened before mm-hmm. and they, they just they're really stupid it's like we're just gonna just we're just gonna do the exact same thing happened before because we can't be creative original <laughs> because we're making a sequel to something that doesn't need a sequel so like what are we gonna do we're just gonna repeat the same thing um so we do that and uh but his daughter is his in her early 30s i mean early 20s mm-hmm. and um and then like she is uh so she uh leaves him and is or is kidnapped and then put through all that stuff, right? But just like he was, because maybe she finds out about the incest baby and so she leaves him or whatever and then puts him through all that that someone puts him through all that stuff and then she goes to get revenge and uh and of course by this time he's got his memories back. So it was like, who did this? And it's like, I did because I need someone to kill me and I can't kill myself and I need to redeem myself for, you know, what I did to you and your mother. Um so if I just kill myself, that's not a redemption, but you can like take all your anger and shit out on me, and now you really have reasoning for me uh, to be angry with me because I put you through all this shit. So it's basically the exact same movie hmm. all over again with his daughter, completely unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, but that would also be kind of cool, though. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. Except the except the uh, like their their son, the little like toddler, he sees like everything, like when she kills the, the father, and he sees it, and then and he like she looks. And then she like looks at basically like at like the 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 like uh, on the on his desk and everything is like the hotel, mm-hmm. the prison hotel, and she kind of looks over at that and then looks back at the kid. And it's like oh. <laughs> she's gonna lock him away, right? So it's, it's just gonna perpetuate. <laughs> like you've now created this cycle, and then every movie is gonna be the same thing over and over <laughs> and over again. Only when we do the third one, right? Mm-hmm. It's a direct sequel. But we make it a sequel, prequel, reboot, <laughs> and we make it American. <laughs> but we do what we do that thing where it's like, we don't want to make it just a reboot. We don't want to say it's a sequel, right? But we do this sequel, prequel, reboot thing and just confuse the shit out of everybody. <laughs> because again, this is a movie that does need to be made. So I'm not really going to try to make it like something good. Like this shouldn't be done. <laughs> Oh, see, what else would be something good that that uh, could be redone? Um, hmm. Oh, you know what we could do? Reservoir Dogs. Oh, yeah. Because everybody's dead at the end of that. <laughs> right. So we do Reservoir Dogs, um, and uh, but we find out that Orange didn't die. And then he recovers and then decides that he's going to go like back into uh, undercover work. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, that, that, that's it. So he's going to go back into undercover work. And then next thing you know, like, um, like, it, but, oh, but this time though, this time he's undercover and there's a, uh, like the, the, they're about to like close the net on this, on the, uh, the mob or whatever it is that they've been trying to capture, but they already have an undercover officer in there. But he's so deep in, he's kind of lost his cover. So before they pull thing, they, before they, they, uh, they close the, the, they close the net, right? They need to get him out because he's so deep. He's kind of forgotten who he is and it's probably going to be a, a bloody shootout mm-hmm. and they don't want him to be a casualty of it. Plus he's for the people that do survive the shootout or give up. They're going to need the evidence that he has to help make sure they lock him all away. So they send Orange in, right? As another undercover agent to grab this guy and get him out. Nice. 
And of course, in the process of it, he has to like, has to reveal to him like who he is. Like, I'm a cop, just like you're a cop. I ain't no dirty cop. <laughs> but then after he reveals himself to him, right, it's like, oh shit. Now he's going to tell everybody I'm a cop because he doesn't throw, he doesn't know he's a cop. And then it just becomes down to like, you know, again, a big shootout and then caught in the middle of it. And yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Rosemary's baby. Ooh, Rosemary's baby. Because that ended on a very ambiguous note. She's freaking out when the baby's born and all the cultists are like, hold your child, hold your child. And she picks him up and it stops crying. And mm-hmm. that's when the credits roll. So, sequel. It's a few years later. She's raising this kid. She's a nervous wreck. She is convinced that this is actually the child of a demon. And so she reads into everything this kid does. This kid's acting like your usual rambunctious toddler. She's reading this as, this is the spawn of Satan, and he's clearly angling to kill me. Oh, nice. And then it turns out that it's just a normal kid. She's just had had mental issues since the day the dude met her. Or maybe she flipped out after they moved into that apartment because he was always leaving her alone so much. Yeah, and, yeah. And, like, you know, she like she thought that the that neighbors were weird. And they kept trying to, like, help her and stuff because, like, she had issues and... And then she was like, "Oh no, they're 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 they're, they're weird, like cultists and stuff, and yeah, and all that." So she's like, "So we just find out that she's a paranoid schizophrenic, and it, that can even be in the dialogue with the husband of him saying, I never, I never should have left you alone as much as I did.' Yep, because your problems have just exacerbated and exacerbated. It can even be conversations with him talking to the neighbors, being like, "You know, you guys aren't going to believe this. She's convinced that you guys are cultists. She thinks I'm in on it too. She thinks we're all cultists." Right? Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, that, that's not normal, right? They're like, oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta take her somewhere. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then the end, you know, after all that, it's, uh, like she's still, she's like, I gotta kill the baby, I gotta kill the baby, and they lock her away. And, and yeah, I, I can see that. We have to have a really good solid ending, though, after all of that stuff, like where she mm-hmm. thinks that the, the baby's gotta die, you know, they, cause even after they, 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 they get the baby back and, they, and she's just so far gone, you gotta have something that when they, like she's, like, um, like locked up and they've been trying all this stuff and like, you know, we think that we've, we've seen some good progress with X. And so like, you know, we think with the, you know, kind of getting her medication more stabilized and, you know, some more like regular treatment, she can't come home yet, but maybe we, maybe with the next six months or so, we can start doing some like, you know, little like day trips out and stuff and then maybe acclimate her and then, you know, you know, if you're, you know, before too long, like obviously you can't have your wife back because you remarried, but you know, Maybe like he can have his mother back and then like there's something that she does or says or maybe that the boy says something to make her like flip shit again. <laughs> or maybe like he's he like a like a little boy and uh and he's like, Yeah, we got him his first haircut and uh and like he's like scratching his head and stuff. She's like, What 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 does he have lies? She like starts like kind of looking and see where he's scratching, it's like a six 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 tied into the omen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I have I've got it. Where She's she's committed, and they are talking about her making positive progress. We see her, like, laying in her bed in her little padded cell. And then you do a repeat of the demon rape scene from the first movie. Where it's all darkness, you basically just see an invisible force rip her clothes off and just start railing her. Did you see, like, eyes, glowing eyes, too? I think so, yeah. And she just starts screaming, it's real, it's real, this is really happening. So then you just repeat that scene. So just as it looks like she's about to break out, 
whether it's real or not, see, that leaves it on the fence of is she uh, really experiencing this because they said that she's stabilizing or is she just about to go nuts again? Right. And so then you're still left on the fence. You still don't know for sure if the kid is actually evil. But since this is happening, like, is she going to show up pregnant? Right. What's going to happen when the movie after that comes out? Okay, yeah, so, I can see that. Yeah, so it makes it feel like it's a completely unnecessary sequel, but then at the very end you're left wondering. Hmm. Hey, hey. Yeah, okay, now that works for me. I can see that. But I just, I mean, I mean, I guess at one time Mia Farrow was seen as some hot stuff, maybe, but I mean, I, I don't know, I mean, because I've seen some pretty hot looking goth chicks. I mean, I have, <laughs> you know, and, you know, and there's, you know, there's a reason why people say don't stick your dick in crazy because <laughs> crazy can really look pretty appetizing sometimes. I mean, like, like you, you look at people like, like, oh my god, because there's We're a thing talking a, to you, Johnny Depp. <laughs> there, there's a thing where like there's a certain like type of like eroticism that only comes from crazy people. Like okay. and, you know, it's like in and it's like like damn, like I know you're not supposed to, but like you just don't see that with normal chicks. Like there's something here. <laughs> there's, there's this kind of like 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 wild like a, appeal that it's just like there. But it's like, but you have to remember they're crazy. Don't do this. So you know, so I so that knows some hot goth chicks out there. I just can't imagine that with all of that, and then just weird ass chicks are just like, dude, oh yeah, I no, yeah, look at me. I I like to like. What was that chick that liked to take the bones of dead people and do shit with? Uh, oh yeah, um, Ebony Darling. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. Or that, Inter Darling. Inter Darling, yeah. yeah. That Satan's like, you know, it, it, you guys are going to laugh at me when I tell you this. The best pussy I ever had was this, like, frumpy, bony-ass housewife up in New York. I mean, <laughs> I mean, she had no tits, no ass, no nothing. I mean, like, it, I mean, I swear, it, like, unless you looked her dead in the eyes, if you saw her from the side or from the back, you would have sworn it was a boy, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do a lot of shit down here, right? <laughs> <laughs> we got it from the Romans. They say they got it from us. We got it from them, right? But uh, but man, once I got in there, I was like, holy shit. I was breathing smoke. I was shooting fire. This pussy like, gripping like a gorilla. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I mean, I you know, I... I I, yeah, I'm, I should be, I'm ashamed to say it, but like, dude, I did not pull out. I, it felt that good. Yeah, I did not pull out. Hope she's not expecting me to pay child support. <laughs> You know, so, uh, you know, uh, so what are you saying? That you're going to do her again? I did her again, too. <laughs> oh, my God. She's like, and dude, I tell you what, man, the years had been very kind to her because that shit was super tight. <laughs> Let me tell you, boys, you haven't lived till you've had a foot job with Psycho Ward grip socks on, okay? <laughs> it's like, ugh. You know, and, you know, and the fact that she was tied down or anything, yeah, you know. <laughs> It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. <laughs> she was moaning like a wildebeest. Yeah. And of course, she was saying all the, the typical things that girls say when they get in the heat of the moment. Stop! Get off me! What are you doing? <laughs> you know, I don't want this. Yeah, hey, no. <laughs> oh, but hell, if I listen to all that stuff, I wouldn't be Satan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Rosemary's Baby 2. <laughs> the babying. <laughs> Rose Harder. <laughs> Rosemary's Baby 2. The baby shower. <laughs> two, two Rose, two Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Okay, right. we're an hour in. We need to do one more good one here. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's go ahead and just wrap it up here. Okay. Uh, and we'll save that for, for the Unnecessary Sequels 2. Yeah. The Unnecessary Sequel to Unnecessary Sequels. <laughs> <laughs> so, my name is Turk182. And I'm a Comey. And, uh, yeah, this was fantastic. And just like the movies we talked about here, we are going to make a sequel, an unnecessary sequel to this podcast. <laughs> Every one of our episodes is an unnecessary sequel. <laughs> All those shows are secret shows. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Zang, yo. All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give him a hand. <laughs>